Hey man, it happens. At that time, I understood the game of discipline, but me in a, in the physical aspect of performance, I was not disciplined. I messed up. I messed up a lot in my routine in the past. Once I understand my core values and expectations, it's like okay, now I have that whole framework built out within my life. Where I was trying to find my routine, man, and I like there was times where, you know, I, I wouldn't eat. Like I would, I would, uh, like I would, I would fast. I would eat once a day, but then next thing you know, I would understand that. And then I would just have that one cheat meal, and I didn't like that. There's no such thing as mistakes. There's no such thing as mistakes. Expect the best, and always expect the best. If something if something goes wrong in in the process, it's just a test. It's a it's a blessing to be on here with you, man. It's a blessing to be on here. Just want to say first and foremost, I'm grateful. You know, I'm just blessed. Got breath and blood flowing through my body. You know what I'm saying? So we feeling good. We feeling yeah. good. Man, I appreciate you for saying, yeah, man, I appreciate, man, listen, before we even dive in, man, what's going on, everybody? My name is Terrell with the Wild Humphrey. We got, for today's episode, we got my special guest, Jason Rivera. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> Rivera, Rivera. Yeah, Rivera. man. Okay. Hey, blessed and grateful to be here with you, brother, man. You know, just sharing, the, just sharing the energy, man. Just here to drop value, here to just drop game, you know, just learning experiences to really just man just about life you know just feeling good it's feeling good it, it, it's exciting because you you are a, a man full of wisdom right we we both have wisdom and for us to be young we know so much so before we even dive in with the with the conversation who are you what do you do and where are you from well my name is jason rivera i'm 24 years old i'm a real estate investor i own a real estate company uh i was born I was born in San Fernando, California. Uh, up to five years old, I moved. I moved out to uh, Palmdale, California. Basically, man, grew up in Palmdale, Palmdale, California. Uh, basically, my whole life, man, whole life, just enjoying the experience out there. You know, um, about you know, just really, just really enjoying the experiences, man. Coming coming up through childhood, you know, uh, just going up through a lot of discipline. You know, um, I was, you know. Great, you know, blessed and grateful to be raised uh, by my mom and pops. You feel what I'm saying? I still got them in my life. I'm blessed. Um, one thing, one thing is for sure that they really did talk was uh, throughout childhood. You know, fast forward throughout your childhood, just really uh, just discipline, just uh, putting me in sports, always keeping me active, staying in tune, being on top of it. You know, um, was just always just growing and developing. And and I, I, I was just. Man, little Jason, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, little Jason, you know, growing up, rebellious, bro, rebellious. Did not, did not like to listen. Did not like to, you know, man, just always, always act. Was always active. Was always moving around. I, I would not. I couldn't stay sitting down. A lot of times, uh, my teachers would always say, like, man, like they would always call my parents because I would never like. I couldn't sit down. Like <laughs> it, it's just what it is, you know. But um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really, really, man, it, it, it was it was down to the point. I'm gonna just say this for a fact, man. I like I flung kindergarten. I flung kindergarten because I did I I didn't show up. Like that was the only reason. I just did not want to show up. I did not wanted to go to school. Like I was just so rebellious towards school, man. That's just what it is. And just being blessed and grateful coming out through um, you know, up through my younger years, man, just. Just being, a, just being a youngin, you know, from, you know, from all the way from five all the way to ten, just always playing outside, always playing outside, just keep, just keeping me, uh, just keeping me active, keeping me active, always, because 
one thing was for sure, man, my, my parents did not want me um being sitting down. Like they did not want me just staying in the house, playing video games, um, being unhealthy, you know. Um, they wanted to they wanted to keep me out of trouble and I, I was blessed and grateful for that. I, you know, um I wasn't raised in a beaver cleaver family. I'll tell, <laughs> I, I, I tell you that. I wasn't raised in a beaver cleaver family, but I tell you, um, it was just a lot, of, a lot of strength into that. And um, I, I, I you know, I give a, I give recognition to my dad. Cause one thing was for sure, um, at that time I didn't understand it. At that time I didn't understand it. I didn't really re like really think like, you know, why is he waking me up at at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning to go work with him and paint? At like at, at, at seven years old, eight years old, right? And I, I, you know, I didn't understand it. He would just flicker out the lights on, just wake me up. Hey, let's go. He wouldn't tell me, he wouldn't tell me the next day. He wouldn't tell me the day before. He would just wake me up and I would just be like, damn, you know, and then I, I had to go. At that time, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it, you know, because of course, man, you know, one wanted to stay home, you know, play Call of Duty, you know, you know what I'm saying? Play some modern warfare, you know, but he didn't, he didn't want me to do that. You know, in the afternoons, yeah, I had my time, but you know, um, during the day, nah, stay active. Gotta be on top of it, you know. Um, so that 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 was childhood, man. You know, uh just you know, parents always keep keeping me active, man, you know, because since they understood that I was always moving around, I didn't like, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't behaving in school, bro. Like I wasn't, I'm not the smartest. I'm like, I ain't the smartest dude, bro. Like, I, I ain't the smartest dude, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep it a band. So, you know, um, I always got bad grades, man. And I barely got grades to barely even pass. So these teachers could even move me forward, you know. So my parents understand. It's like, nah, got to keep them in sports. So they, they they mainly kept me in soccer, man. Soccer, my whole uh, soccer, basketball. That was, ba you know, through my younger years, through my younger years growing up, that was basically the main sport that it was and, and yeah man and, and you said you said that you failed kindergarten i failed kindergarten bro I, i'm the first time me saying this shit <laughs> first time he said that i felt bro i just didn't want to show up i i, I just didn't want to show up I, I failed kindergarten um and really it was just i did i did i i i, I went to school Right. I've, I've done activities and all that, but it was really because, yeah, it just didn't. I wasn't there for a lot of days. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was just the main thing. Man. So so you took accountability for that and, and understanding that, yes, you're, you're a kid, you're a kid. You can only do so much as a kid. On the other hand, it's like. It's, it's, I'm taking accountability for it. It's my responsibility. When I learned more about accountability is when I was playing football, bro. When I tell you there's so many lessons throughout life that we wasn't expecting until we got older and, and, and grown it out of school, man, there's so many lessons. You hear one, you said when it was very important, you said that you had to learn about discipline. When did you really start to begin to understand like, okay, I have to be disciplined to change my life? Well, truthfully, like growing from, of course, from, you know, from my younger years, from, you know, 10 years old and under, I didn't understand it. 
I just I just understood it was just these were the activities I was doing. This is just was keeping me keeping me productive, you know. Uh, but where I really understood discipline, when when sports when sports started winning, just all oh, just playing just for fun to really started getting competitive, you know. So that's where you transition from, you know, when ten years old uh, from ten years old to 11, 12, 13, I was playing club soccer. So that's that's uh that's a league where of course it's all competitive. You, you know, you you going to tournaments, traveling uh, up and down California, you know, uh to go compete with other club teams. So right there, I'm but I'm also be honest with you, I wasn't I understood the discipline in the game, but me physically, I was not disciplined. If you would see when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, bro, I was, I was fat. Guarantee. I, I look photos of, I look photos of myself now and I'm like, man, that was really, but, but at the same time, you know, um, one was eating good back then. When you were going to tournaments, man, you were just getting in and out, man. It's, you know, getting quick lunch. You, you sleeping at, you sleeping at hotels, you eating good. Hey man, it happens. But um, at that time, I understood the game of discipline. But me, in a in the physical aspect of performance, I was not disciplined. I'm a like, I I was good as a player. I was good because I had a good, I had a strong foot, bro. I could kick free kick, uh, free kicks, goal kicks, man, uh, corner kicks, all that. You know, I had that strong leg. But physically, I was I wasn't I wasn't there. I, I would I had I had the performance of the of the strength, but in the cardio, nah man. But I understood it was it was that's where it started. I cannot say, oh, I learned the importance of discipline on you know when I was in high school and all that. I knew discipline was there, but it was just on like how you like I had to put it into effect. You know, I had to put it into effect. I had to put in that work. I had to is the is that day-to-day aspect, man. Like literally. Come down the point of discipline, keeping the word to you that you tell to yourself. And that's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's bro. When I when, when we met in California, man, it, it just to give the audience some context. We me, me and Jason met at a real estate uh uh what is it, meetup back in was it 2022 or 2021? 2021. 2021. 2021. 2021. It's been a minute. And it was at it was at Oceanside Meetup, man. It was. It I remember, was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the first, was, that was my first. Right there, you know, you be you be making some connections, man, for sure. Bro. For sure. And and it's so it's so incredible. That was my first meetup, and I've we've grown so much to understand what discipline really is, really is, right? I have oh, I sure. man, when I tell you just from 2021 to now, I've learned so much about why discipline is important. It's important because if you're not consistent with yourself, nothing's going to come from this. Nothing. Nothing. We're stopping and starting, stopping and starting, stopping and starting. How did you overcome the urge to stop and start? Really, to overcome the urge, man, is um, finding the key. Like, truthfully, I I messed up a lot in my routine in the past, you know, because of finding my formula, finding my routine, like, all right, this is the dedicated routine. Cause you gotta see, 
not just the game of business, but in the just life in general, you got to see it like, man, this is a sport, okay? Life, like we are our own avatar. How I got to have a systems and processes within my life, how I operate, not just on the things that I'm doing throughout the day, but also having organized the, what are my financial expenses? How many financial bank accounts do I have for myself, not for my business, for myself. If I'm in debt, who do I owe? What are my core values and standards and expectations? I have to understand my own core values and expectations. That's how you got to understanding that. Once I understand my core values and expectations, it's like, okay, now I have that whole framework built out within my life. I understand what's my execute, what's my day-to-day tasks and opportunities. Just if I if I mess up or if I do something, like for an example in the past, I did I end up, let's say, eating a cheat meal. Let's just say that. Let's just say eating a cheat meal. And I know the next day I was gonna regret it. I just know just what I did yesterday, do not do it again. Do not. And just Keep moving forward with that. Like, stay as simple as possible. Like, hey, what we did yesterday, that was a no-go, bro. That, like, but you also got to talk to yourself in the mirror at the same time. You, you, you feel me? Like, you got to talk to yourself in the mirror. And you got to, like, check yourself. Like, hey, the things that we did, yes, like, yesterday, that ain't tolerated. Hey, that task that you, that you, that you missed yesterday, hey, you know you got to get, you know you got to get it done. You know. And you got to look yourself dead in the soul. A lot of people are going to think you crazy, but it comes down to that. Because who's going to check you? Who's going to check you? It came down to the point in time. I remember, uh, I, I'm, I'm so passionate about this because when it came down to a point in time where where I, I was messing up so much in my routine because I was, I was figuring out my routine. This was like, this was like in the time when I owned my uh, trucking, when I was owning my trucking company. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you know, where I was trying to find my routine, man. And I like, there was times where, you know, I, I wouldn't eat. Like I would, I would, uh, like I, w- I would fast. I would eat once a day, but then next thing you know, I would understand that. And then I would just have that one cheat meal and I didn't like that. That was, that was in the past. Right. And it got to a point where I was so like, I, I was still indulging in my bad habits where, I had to look myself in the mirror. I punched that mirror, bro. It got to that point. It got to that point. I don't believe in bad luck, but I literally socked, I literally socked that mirror. And it's just like, it gets down to that point where, and some people are going to have that, where they're so, they're locked into that hypnotic rhythm where they're like, bro, why, why, you know, why am I not breaking these bad habits, this and that? Because they know, like, if they stop, if they stop, you know, smoking weed, or if they stop if they stop um, eating that bad food, and they let's say they're on to the next day, and they're trying to you know they're trying to go clean. That that voice in the back of their head is like, "Hey man, you know, man, you know you want it, man. You know you you know you want it. Like you you, you want to take that. You want to go. On. It's just a quick lunch. It's a, it's a quick cheeseburger. You know, it's not gonna affect you. Just one won't hurt. You know, with a large fries and you know, and then it's just like." You know, and some people are not locked into that, but it comes down to, I feel like a lot of people, what they got to do, if they're so indulgent to a habit, fast from it. 
fast. If it's smoking, fast for me. Like, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna take three months, I'm gonna take a year. I don't tell like everybody to each their own, you know. I, I ain't gonna tell anybody like, but some people could be like, hey, I'm gonna stop smoking for three months. Hey, I'm gonna stop smoking for let me go for a week, let me see how a week goes. And then they hit up, and then next thing, or they'd be like, all right, I'm gonna stop eating fast food. I'm gonna only eat this food for this certain month, or I'm gonna just start putting this food, this uh, healthy food into my system. You know? So. My bad, my bad. So yeah, no, like that's that's uh, that's really what it is. Yeah, you know, come down, check into yourself. And if, if you feel like you're in a, you're so deep, like I had a fast from my, I had a fast from, you know, uh, for some things that, you know, that wasn't better for me. You know, I had a fast from, you know, I remember uh, while, you know, while back, while back when this was the time when I was trucking, I was unhealthy where bro, I was just eat fast food. I would eat like, you know, what, just, I didn't care. Yeah, I would try my best to take care of myself. But at the end of the day, you know, I'd be like, ah, here and there. But I didn't, I, I was so passionate. What I did is I still didn't tolerate that, even though it was like, ah, uh, you know, once a week or, you know, two weeks. Because I always ate pollo loco. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it a band. I, I always ate pollo loco. But it, it, see, and it got to that point where I would eat it and I was just, and I wasn't, out. man, I, I was, it was a lot of carbs. So I, I just didn't, I just didn't like the, you know, the way I was looking physical forms, I was like, I got a fast from the same thing with smoking. I had a fast from smoking, you know, that when, when I had a, you know, uh, cause man, when I, when I had to renew my, uh, when I had to renew my driver's license, um, and I wanted to keep that class A, I had a, I had a fast from smoking. I didn't six months full clean to, in order for me to keep that license. Mm. You know, so you have, in order to, if, if something's not serving you, fast from it. Simple, simple key. It sounds simple. <laughs> it, it sounds simple, but it, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of willpower. It's a lot of willpower because there, trust me, man. Like if you, if, if people read out with in the devil, they would understand that. I'm telling you, man, like the devil be in your ear and just trying to, trying to hook you back to those bad habits that to those bad habits that you know that he has you locked in that's how he controls you and that's how my perspective and that's how i see it because you know if i see it like that hey if i see it like that i understand okay he's trying to hook me on into these bad habits i know my new system my new blueprint that i built for myself i gotta follow this and i gotta stick to it that's the only way i'm gonna be successful into this blueprint if i follow simple it, it sounds simple. It sounds like, simple. But just like you said, you have to have a will to because everything that sounds simple doesn't mean it's not easy. We just have to put forth the effort. What I've learned is that we have these big goals and the big goals often stop us from starting. Simply because the goal is too big to accomplish. Yes, the target is good. Yes, to have that, have to think big, you have to become big. But where do we start? Where do we start? How did how did, how do we get to the point where okay we're taking accountability for what we've done, but how can we change a habit that when the habit has already already been made? Exactly. That's what that that's why it's so incredible because you're speaking about discipline and how you have to take accountability for your actions because your actions wasn't relying with, with the results that you wanted. Yeah. 
I had to take full accountability because man, I, I ain't perfect. You know, um, well, one thing, uh, one thing too, uh, what really had to strengthen accountability and what really learn that accountability, uh, was coming up through the years, you know, from my early teens that thank goodness that I got, I ended up, um, getting that opportunity. My first W2 job was at Jack in the Box. Um, it's, it's it, in acting, you know, people from Pound or anything like that, they, you know, uh, or they pass by the 14. It's, it's the, it's the Jack in the Box right on the freeway right by McDonald's. I had, um, I used to be, I used to be the maintenance man that like, bro, I was the youngest crew guy there. I, I like the young, like the youngest guy there, but everything had to be on point to par from, um, especially since there were, you know, I was six, uh, I was 15, 16. They were bringing me on, right. They were bringing me on as a team. Like they weren't, they weren't going to put me as cashier. You know, they weren't going to put me as cashier. They were literally, um, they were literally like, nah, man, he's going to start scrubbing toilets, start scrubbing bathrooms. He's going to start cleaning up the parking lot. He's going to clean up the drive-through. He's going to, um, he's going to clean out the, uh, the fryer, man. Stack, stacking day. But the manager told me one thing. He told me a, a one thing. I remember, um, he told me one key thing that literally locked in with me. He said, man, you see everything that you're going on from stacking the boxes in the freezer from cleaning out the fryer, from sweeping the floor. He said the minor details, the minor details on everything that you're doing is gonna determine where you're gonna be in life. When he told me that, I just looked at him. I did not like say, okay, you know, like I just, he's like, all he, he's like, see that little corner over there? See that corner? He's like, I don't want to see dust piled in that little corner. I don't care if you just literally, I don't care if you pass by it. I don't want dust collecting over there. Or you see, you see the, uh, you know, the dirty water that when you're, when you're, uh, when you're uh, mopping and all that, and they, sometimes it collects in the corner, get that corner. Same thing with the air fryer. The air, if you mess up in the air fryer, this whole thing will mess up. And that's on you. Mm. And when he told me, I was like, mm. And yeah, man, you know, and, it, and I, you know, coming up in those early years, man, I cleaned bathrooms, washed toilet, man, I had to clean crap all, all off the stalls and all that, man. But when he told me that, I seen it from another perspective, like, yeah, you know, you're right, man. And I always now, and now in my head, hey, champions pay attention to the details. Champions pay attention to the details, never ignore the details. Cause things might look, solid you know from like a god's eye view right like a broad view right mm -hmm. but when you start paying attention like all right let me start looking for you start seeing things you start seeing things like for an example let's say i just painted this brand this room all clean all clean white or let's say uh nardo gray beautiful luxury and it looks clean from a broad view but then when you start paying attention from the minor details, like, all right, let's make sure there ain't no mistakes. Like, think, think as the client, okay, yeah, you see that? See how that paint, there, there's a drip, there's a drip on the wall from the paint? Yeah, let's get that. Sand it down. Reroll it. Oh, yeah, you see that? See that little hole right there that we, oh, see that, you know, the paint didn't, the paint didn't really cover that? Oh, yeah, look, put some patch on that. And then sand it down, paint, put a little primer, paint it up. 
little details. And so when I, when he, um, point is, that manager at Jack in the Box, when he told me that, man, everything carried out, carried out. And I'll, and it's, it's still to this day, it's still to this day, I have to pay attention, minor details, minor details, from looking into my company machine um, to looking in every aspect of my life. Let me pay attention with the minor details and where I could get better. That's it. That's it. I, you have to look at this as, you know, I see, I see life as a sport. Like, I love this. Like, it's a passion, you know, from I see myself as a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tycoon athlete. I'm a business athlete, you know? So I got to train like that. I got to stay mentally prepared, stay physically prepared. I got to stay, I got to stay strategically prepared in my business and my strategies and what I'm doing. You know, I have to always stay emotionally prepared for everything. I always got to keep out, you know, I always got to keep my, uh, keep myself connected with God, keep myself connected with God and all in faith that, Hey, there's no such thing as mistakes. There's no such thing as mistake. Expect the best and always expect the best. If something, if something goes wrong in, in the process, it's just a test. It's just a test. Mm. So I, yeah, I get it. Some people say don't ever expect the best, but I expect the best because it's easy for me knowing that if something goes wrong, I know it's a test. I know like not to throw everything away, not to, you know, overreact over anything. I just know, hey, this is just a hurdle that we got to go through because it's just God is just giving us this test because there's a bigger reward once we hurdle that. I understand that. So it's it, life is just a game of perspective, man. That's all it is. It's it's. It's not easy. It's not easy when, because all this comes from experience. It's not easy because a lot of people's perspectives change through, like through current, like through events that they go through in their life. You know, so you're gonna have those events that happen that really change your perspective in life. But you gotta really understand from looking at a different point of view. That's very powerful when you can look at every type, like look at every point of view of a situation and really understand, you know, and be, instead of just calling it out from your view, you know, cause there's always sides to the story on everything, no matter what it is. So, yeah. And, and, and that's deep cause it, it, it boils back to what we was talking about in the beginning, discipline and taking accountability for yourself. Because if, we, if we're not taking accountability for our actions, we can't be disciplined, pay attention to the small, small minor details. That's what makes us more efficient, more, more, more aware of what we're doing. So see, when you pay attention to the small details, how what what made you get into real estate? Real estate, well, you know, I got I got into real estate. Um, you know, uh, so that that's fast forwarding a little, you know, been on the journey, you know, uh getting into real estate. Um, I got into real estate when I was in, uh, when I was in my trucking company, while well, I was still, I was still operating my trucking company, still building that. But at that time I, I knew that it wasn't something, you know, truck, I love the business of trucking, like the transportation. I loved it, but, um, me driving, me being a, a driver, just that itself, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. So I paid attention to the minor details. Okay. Like all right, man, you know, if I keep driving, where am I going to be in 10 years? Where am I going to be in 15 years, man? Yeah, this makes okay money because 
people think when you all of a sudden when you drive a truck, you're all of a sudden a millionaire, you know? <laughs> and you know, people but it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Um, so I had to pay attention, first pay attention to the minor details of like, okay, I don't want I don't want to be driving for five to ten years. I love I, I love owning the business, but me driving it, I ain't I ain't doing that. I I ain't doing that. So I started. I looked up into Google. I looked up into Google. Google gave me a list of uh, the the most po uh, powerful industries that to get into. Trucking was number four. Real estate was number three. Real estate and development was number three. Uh, tech, data and technology was number two. Uh, number one was financial services. And uh, so I was just like, well, I'm already in trucking. I was just like, might as well just like, hey, let me go next one up. I'm going real estate and development. That's the foundation to the empire. I mean, I'm not smart in technology, so why am I going to skip real estate and, and te technology? I don't know how to create a software, but me getting into real estate, I know how to create a software now. You know what I'm saying? So see how things work. But point is, uh, point, paying attention to the details in real estate is it, um, always, it, real estate is, is it's all it's a people business. It's connections. You're not paying attention to the deal. You're paying attention to the person. You're paying attention to the minor details of the person, what they need help with. You know, so you're not paying attention. Oh, like yeah, you're gonna pay attention to the deal once you understand the per your client situation. But yes, I understand the deal. I I, I know they're interested in it, but my my concern is why do you want to sell? What's the reason you want to sell? What what triggered that thought on you wanting to sell? Some, there's something there. And it's just something to uncover. As a real estate investor, as you know, you buying a property and then you're buying it directly with the owner, you're gonna have to understand those simple things. Cause it's not at the end of the day, it's not about the property, it's about the person. About the problem. It, it's about the person. A lot of people where they mess up getting into this business, they think, um, Oh, it's about the deal. It's about the deal, killer deal. Killer. It's about the person. Help the person. Once you, because a lot of times too, man. There's there's a there's um, there's been clients where, you know, um, there's been clients where they end up come, they end up going with you. They end up going with you, even though you were the lowest, even though you were lower than all the other offers, right? But they went with you because you built that authenticity and you paid attention to the minor details of their situation. A lot of times they don't want they don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So so yeah, you know, when it comes down to real estate, I tell people pay attention to the minor details of the of the people, of the clients. No matter seller, buyer, private money lender, you know, wholesaler, pay attention to those minor details. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, um, it's about the person, man. I really value, the, like, now coming up and, you know, in this, being in this sport, you know, it's just uh, relationships is the most valuable thing other than the money. I've, trust me, people cut me off from just for $1,000. But they slit their own throat doing that because they severed a relationship where we couldn't make millions together. But they just literally, they, they literally, they literally slit their own throat for $1,000. And it's not worth it, you know, that like that's like that's like saying, like, would you risk your reputation for a thousand dollars? It's not worth it, you know, so 
you know, it's not about the deal. It's about the, it's about the people in this business and anybody that's getting into this business, I always emphasize is about the people, the relationships, the relationships is the most important currency, you know, and then from right there, that's where you, you know, build on from there. And it's, it's so amazing recognizing the small details, but the small details didn't come from real estate. It started from when you was younger and had to really start taking accountability for yourself. And then yeah, yeah. once you start doing it, you grow into your you grow into your success. That's where the discipline comes in there because we can't we can't change our lives overnight. We have to really take action every single day and pay attention to what's not being said. Oh yeah, every I, day, every day, bro, bro. When I begin to understand that business is problem solving, I'm like, oh okay, I suck at listening. <laughs> <laughs> because people will tell you their problems, but the problems get overheard because I, I want to show them everything that I know. Like, no. So I had to learn. I'm still learning, but man, that was a lesson itself because I didn't learn about business. That wasn't sales. That wasn't communication. Proper communication is listening more than speaking. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you just dropped the bomb right there. You, you just dropped the bomb right there. Hey, but it's facts though. It's facts. It's facts. Because <laughs> well, you just literally hit it on the head. Everything is all listening. Mm -hmm. Everything. There's people that they when they get into get into sales or when they get into real estate, they're they're thinking on what's the next thing they're gonna say. When really is just listening to the person. That's all it is, man. You know, when it comes down to dealing, dealing with clients, when it comes down to, you know, just dealing with people in general, listen. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. <laughs> just listen, man. You hit it right on the head right there, man. <laughs> you hit it right on the head right there. Hey, man. I'm, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to tell you, bro, we didn't grew so much within the last couple of years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk, man. You know, and it's a journey every day. It's a journey, like... um, it's a lifestyle. I tell people that come into this game, like, you know, when you meet new people, you got to think of everything long-term. Stop. Even, I don't care if the other person is in, is in another industry. Everything is long-term because I don't know if I'm a, I don't know if I'm gonna hop into that business again. You know, let's say if I meet a, um, let's see if I meet a top broker in the truck, in the trucking industry, he over here moving government loads, moving that paper. I'm a even though I'm not even though I don't um I don't got that I don't got that trucking operation running yet, and I got my real estate company, but I'm gonna still build that relationship with him. I'm gonna still build that connection. Mm -hmm. You got to be connected to everything, but attached to nothing. But people don't, and then people be like, "Oh, but where do the transactions come? Oh, but how, bro, transactions come from relationship. Oh, you think for, I man, I'm putting this into that. If I wanted some exclusive shoes. Some exclusive shoes. Nobody got in town. But I only knew a plug that under, but that only had. And he only getting them for a certain amount of people. I just gotta hit them up. But if I didn't have that connection, would I be getting those shoes? It's the same thing with finding a plug. I grew cannabis before, I know. You know, oh man. Hey, in order, I hey, I gotta find a plug that that they can either front this to me or that man that could literally give this to me fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred, so I could go over there, settle down in the south for five, for four at least. That's all it is. It's all connection. Everything builds from relationships. 
from any business that you want to build. And understanding that power concept, bro, I know. It, it, I, I understand is that, that that's the main currency. Because, bro, money is abundant. Money, 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 trillions are everywhere. Trillions, money is abundant. Everything is abundance. Blessings are abundance. The relationship what we have with the people is temporary. I don't know. Hey, maybe I could leave right out of here right now after this podcast. I don't know if I might get into a, get into a car accident. Something might happen. Maybe it might be the time God called me home. I don't argue with God's time. That's how you got to look at it. Everything right now, we got to leave it all on the line. Everything on what you live in, you got to leave it all on the line. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed for me. Everything that I do in business, everything that I built from what I'm talking to you right now, leave everything on the line as an extremist. I love to the extreme. I, I play to the extreme. I give value to the extreme. Why? Because tomorrow ain't guaranteed. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed, bro. Mm -hmm. Even to my mom, even to, man, I tell them I love them every day. I tell my family, I tell everybody I love them every day. But I can tell somebody that I barely met, uh, that I barely met yesterday. Hey, bro, I love you. Man, I remember, I remember I got into an accident with a with a with a Russian old lady. I guarantee you, man. I think I told you this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you the story. I got I got into an accident with a Russian old lady, man. She was going crazy. She was this was this was a while back. She was going crazy. She was going crazy. And man, just cool, calm, and collected. She was old lady, man. She was rushing. Oh, she started calling her son. She started calling her son because her son owned the body shop. Now they were trying to charge me this and that. They were saying, who fault was it? This and that. To, it, it, it was her fault, you know, but I literally talked to the son. Look, and in order to, in order, look, in, in order to, for me to calm that lady down, I told her, hey, I told her, hey, big mama, I love you. I like, hey, big mama, I love you. Don't, don't worry about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stressing <laughs> over nothing. Hey, as long as you fine, you solid. Hey, just know, big mama, you 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 solid, you safe. Why we why we are why why are you stressing over this little thing? Let me talk to you, son. Let, let's get this situated. We could go home. Simple. You don't have to be coming back and forth for me. Whose fault was it? This and that. Now we don't got to be dealing with that. Simple. And just valuing that, man. Just valuing that, and just enjoying that presence of right now, of right now. Because uh, I guarantee you, man, right now isn't guaranteed. Like I say, I love you because I love you, bro. Like everybody that I meet, man, is full with a bun. People be like, "Oh man, why are you why are you so open like that, bro?" Man, life is too beautiful to be so neg. Why why are people so negative for? Why for what? Man, think about how how beautiful we have this thing now, regardless of your situation, regardless of what it is, bro. Cause when you when you seen death, when you when you get near death experience, you like, man, life is so beautiful. We be stressing over bullshit. Like, why why we stressing over smoke? Why we stressing over bullshit? For what? I love I love everybody, bro. I play to the extreme. I love my life to the extreme. I love my woman to the extreme. Shit, bro. Like, man, my woman, man, I'm not gonna give my woman no half-ass love. Why? Hey, big mama, I love you, baby. Keep slaying with your fine ass. You know I love me all that, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta love them to the bro, cause tomorrow, like in this, in this, that's all comes down to the energy of living right now, mm -hmm. living right now. Come mm -hmm. on, tell your parents that you tell everybody closest that you love, man, cause tomorrow ain't guaranteed, bro. Cause I know everybody gonna die. Everybody got a due date. Everybody. 
Mm-hmm. People just don't think that in, in, in that in that perspective. People don't think that long. People don't they don't stay prepared for things. It's being prepared for these things. Like I don't I don't like think I, I don't want to think about them, but I understand, hey, these are gonna happen. I'm a I'm gonna be mentally, emotionally prepared for anything that comes. So it's like I knew they was gonna go. It is not a surprise. It's not, yeah, it's gonna affect me emotionally. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like, hey, this is life. You know what I'm saying? But it's enjoying the present moment right now. Showing what you love. Loving everything you got. If you love your work, if you love what you're doing, if you love where you're at right now, hey, be the leader. Inspire your people. Inspire your peers right next to you because you don't know what they might be going through. You don't know what they might be going through with their kids. You don't know what they might be going through in their life. Everything. The same thing for for what I'm doing over here in the office. Give it every day, every day, man. Like, man, just leave it all on effort, everything. Because at the end of the day, and when you inspire the people around you, at the end of the day, when all this is over, I just know I got a brother I could call for life. That's a fact. And when you over here, when you over here doing this business, when you're doing this sport called life, understanding the relationship, hey man, I could make millions with you. I don't care, but I just know I want. All this is over, I could call a brother for life. That's the power of loyalty, of team. In order to make millions, to make billions, you need a team. In order to be successful, you need a team. People think, I'm going to do this shit solo. I'm going to do it so. I'm going to do it solo, man. Man, you need a team. Having employees is a team. Having employees is a team. Not just not just friend, not just family. Nah, man, create a team, cultivate that team, set them core values and structure. Man, having a man, that it all man, everything is sports, man. If if you resume, you played football, if you played football, man, everything, no matter if it's football, basketball, soccer, baseball, man, if you play those sports, is business is no different. It's just business is the ultimate sport out of all sports. You call you cultivate core values and standards and expectations within your team. You won't dominate and win championships. You tell your team, "Hey, tomorrow ain't guaranteed for me, so let's leave it everything on the line today. Today, I don't care what go down today. Leave it all on the line today. We made so many mistakes. I don't care. We played our heart out. We played our heart out. Leave it all on the line." Don't man, don't play this, don't play this game. Oh, you you play this game now. Now, once you finish, you go out to eat and you know, nah, bro. Nah, we don't we don't roll like that. So I'm telling you right now, man, and right now the people that I'm around, the people that I have uh that I have close to me, man, is you know, uh, and you're one of them is like having that, having that that core cultivating, cultivating community. Any, anybody could be a part of the community if they had that mindset. You know, if they had that mindset to be great, regardless of what it is, it's, no matter if you, no matter if you, uh, you know, if you are young and you single or you or you a father, or, you know, you building a family, everybody has their own empire. It's just depending how big you want to build it, you know? So, you know, pass that, pass those core values or expectations to your kids, you know, instill the, instill those values into your kids. You know, like really raise them to be strong, raise them to be man, really raise them with that discipline of, hey, you know, this is what's going to take you. Be great at this. Because even if they don't, even even in sports, man, like 
you learn a lot of, and I know you, you've done like, you learn this, a lot of wisdom from sports and everything, you know, and especially transitions to entrepreneurship. If people want to hop into that business, hop into that sport, you know, but same thing in the work world, you know, it's no different. It's no different, you know, in it's all leadership. It's all the team around you. If it wasn't, you know, for an example, man, same thing with the real estate company. If it wasn't for the transaction coordinator, um, how, who, who's communicating with the escrow officer? Who's tapping back in with the buyer and seller, making sure, you know, everybody's on the same page, making sure everybody's flowing, you know? So it's all communication. It's all communication, building that team, cultivating that effort, living in the present moment, being grateful for the present moment. And don't no, nobody be, don't let, don't let, one thing I'll tell you guys, don't let that old go over your head, man. Because, hey, man, every day is a new day and things, things unexpected happen. Unexpected happen. Trust me, man. Like, I'm going I'm to say this, man. This is the first time me ever saying this. I, man, in this journey, I've gotten my identity stolen. I got it, bro. Like, I, like, you know what, bro? It feels good me saying that. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck anymore. Because I'm breathing. I'm living. Somebody could have my, I don't care. Bro, they, man, yeah, I did everything I had to do with follow all the bureaus and all that, but hey, I'm, I'm living. Who could stop me? Nobody. Only God. I only fear God. I don't fear nobody. I don't fear no more. I only fear God. That's how people, like, people trip about and stress over the littlest things when it's like, bro, why are you tripping? For? Why? For what? For what? Bro, I got right now. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I got breath. I got blood. I only got now. If God called me home tomorrow, hey, it was on his timing. I can't argue with his timing. I could just leave it all today. Leave it all on the line today. And that's, and that's how I say it, man. And I tell people, live passionately about life. Not just about what they do. Like, live passionately about the family that you created. Live passionately with the woman that you that you share, that you build in that relationship with. Live passionately about the sport and business of, of just creating and cultivating a brand of building something big. You feel me? Live passionately about just, man, just like, about, man, all the mistakes and failures that you went down and that happened in the past, bro. Be grateful for them. Everything. I, everything that went down from... My my business went bankrupt from my first business that went bankrupt from me getting scammed out of a shitload of money, me getting my dent, everything, bro. You think that stopped me? That don't stop me for shit. I'm bulletproof. I'm only bulletproof with God. And that's how I see it. I, real talk. I tell people, instill that confidence into yourself. Because truthfully, like during those times when everything happened, they broke me. God broke me down. It it broke me, bro. It broke me down. I had a, I was on I was in a truck. Trust me, when I was in that truck from 2019 all the way from 2019 all the way to 2021, in the ending of 2021, and I was broken down, bro. God broke me down in that truck. Solitary man, that man, that truck, man memories in that truck i would i would not change a thing i would not change a thing if God, if a genie said i'll give you three wishes to change something in the past some things could go different i would not change shit i would not excuse my language but i would not because of 
the wisdom, the strength I built from that. I would never, I would never like, I literally, I, I would never take it back. I even at that at those times, man, when I was going, when I was a truck man, when I was losing money in the and you know in my trucking business, bro, I, I literally looked at God. This, this, I looked at God. Bro, looked at God, bro. And I said, man, in pain. You told I in pain. I said, man, I was negative like five thousand that account. I was, I was negative deep, plus another debt, you know, that that I owed, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I told, I was just, I didn't ask, why are you doing this? I said, I know why you're doing this. I said, I know why. Just let me keep going. Just keep leading me, keep guiding me. Let me keep being strong, man. Let me keep being strong. You know, let me keep being strong. And, I, and it's, it's, it's a lot of willpower. It's simple concepts, but those simple concepts are performed with a lot of pain, man. You get what I'm saying? Because those simple concepts, in order to, and people going through that, man, people going through a lot of pain right now. And in order to change that perspective, no matter if you lost a relationship, you lost a loved one that's close to you, you know, you you falling out of a business, you got scammed, you got lost out of a lot of money. You got to look at, man, hey, it's not, this is just, it's just part of your story. It's part of your story. It's part of, you know, was built for you, you know? Like, uh, Really, all the pain, all, all the pain, what really kept me going was, you know, for an, uh, like, look, backtracking all the way, um, you know, coming up, coming up through high school, man. Like my parents were, my parents got divorced. You know, it was very toxic family. Like, you know, it we lived, you know, we lived in a solid neighborhood, but you know, it wasn't no Beaver Cleaver family. Like, it was a, it was a really a toxic household. You know, they were, like I even told my mom, uh, like I remember a time I told my mom, I was just like, like why are we always screaming? Like why, like can't you just tell me something? Normal? Like can you can you tell me something? But in the normal tonality, you know what I'm saying? Cause she would always be in like she she would she would like she had, she would tell me something like you know regularly, but like you know there will always be yelling involved. You know when when my parents were together, it was a to, it was a toxic family. And then next thing you know, man, when when they got divorced, man, and you know they went off their separate ways, and it was literally like building off that. It's just like okay. Now moving the strategic plate, let's use this pain. Let's utilize it as fuel. Coming up through high school, man, I had to, I had to make, I had to make money. Yeah, I had to, I had to make money. I what, you know, uh, from went to Jack in the Box to man, just slanging dime, dimes and dubs and ace, you know, with selling weed and you know throwing parties. All you know, coming up through high, it was you know selling bags of chips, you know, candy it was. Just, Doing everything you had to do to make some money in high school, you know what I'm saying? But coming up through that time, you know, and going into the truck, it was just like knowing that, hey, I got my family for something. I'm gonna build something great for my family. Mm -hmm. I, I already know. I already knew. I already knew we building something great, but it was like to what, you know? Like when I when I entered college, when I entered college before I dropped out, I didn't know I was gonna be a trucker. Point blank period. I didn't know. I would, I would like real real talk. You know, um, I thought at eighteen I was gonna get my contractor's license. At eighteen, I thought I was gonna get my contractor's license when, because um, get my contractor's license um, to to hang my license with my with my dad's painting company. 
my dad had a paint my dad uh you know been been a painter all his life you know and then um you know in the middle of my high school high school year he separated he separated from his brother and he started his own company my dad already had the experience and all that but he had his own clients had his own referrals but just started his own company with his own llc you know so building that you know uh building that i thought i was gonna get my contract this license and uh you know hanging with his business but i had to wait till i was 24. But then I was just like, dang, I ain't trying to wait till 24. I'm trying to run a business right now. You know what I'm saying? And then so that that's what um and I was still in college at this time and I was majoring in college. Um what got me started in entrepreneurship, what got me started in entrepreneurship was my college, uh, when I was going to college and I was, you know, going to work as a painter, you know, uh really learning the fine art of, of painting, how powerful that business is. But um seeing all these big luxury houses, you know, like understanding, understanding the power of manifestation. I kind of, I, I was looking, I was just like, man, you know, that, and then, you know, I had, I had some boys that I kicked it with at the time that, you know, um, he introduced me into trucking. You know, he was like, hey, get his, like, hey, get your license, this and that. Hey, then, you know, this license should be solid for you. Get, you know, get it, man, become a truck, truckers, man, bank, man. And, you know, I started looking, doing my due diligence into trucking. I, Uncover the veil, like like moving the currents. I I never knew that my grandma and grandpa owned a a truck with a that they owned a truck with um with a yard, you know, with a they they owned a truck, you know, a trailer, a truck and trailer with a whole yard. You get acre like I didn't know that until I started finding out about the trucking industry, you know, and then until. Once I once I found out, you know, I started learning, getting into it, man. Until um, my college teacher told me one time, man, I I cried, you know, I didn't really took college serious. I crashed all my courses. Like the only really secure class that I really had was really business, you know. But um, that my my business teacher, my business teacher in college, he told me. I remember this, man. Uh, this this is really the game changer. Cause that day, I remember that it was we're starting to take our uh, our finals for. This was a big game. This was a big major shift in my life where um truthfully I I wouldn't know where I would have been if I would have continued with college, real talk. But uh I remember my my English professor. I you know, I was I was crashing the I was I was I was crashing the the course with with the homie at the time. And then um next thing you know, uh it was time to take finals. And then I was been I would mind you, I was in that English class for all semester. I was crashing all the other courses. You know, all the other classes for a whole semester. I thought I had English class secure. And then until, you know, you went up to the teacher and asked for your, uh, you know, tell him your name so he could check you off roll call and give you your test. I went up there, told him my name. He said, oh, you're not on the list. You're not on my, you're not on my uh, roll call. I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm looking at him hard. Like I'm looking at him hard for straight two minutes, two minutes. I'm like, what do you mean? I've been, I sit, sat right in front of your class the whole time. Partis, I even raised my hands at times. So you telling me I'm not in your roll call? Like, and he's like, no, nah, I'm sorry. Like, what can I do for you? Like, I can't do nothing, I can't do nothing for you. Bro, I'll let me tell you something, Terrell. I was so pissed. I was pissed, bro. I was beyond furious. Like, but truthfully, truthfully, I looked at the man I did not like. 
I did not want to let out no negative energy. He he wouldn't take it. I, I did not want to do that. I was too strategic and where I was at in my life, like I was too wise already where I knew it was like, man, like I was so pissed. I just walked out, man. Like I was, I, like I literally, I was just like, all right. I was like, appreciate you wasting my time. Thank you. Thank you. I walked out, bro. I was and, pissed. And that alone shows how much you've grown within yourself. And, and that's, oh, man, oh, man, that's, bro. That's the key to life is that we have to understand that everything we're going through is for us to prepare us for our success. Our success is not coming if we're not going through things. And, and Jay, bro, I, I really... I really enjoyed this because I can I, I feel how much you in the group. I see how much oh, you yeah, can feel it within yourself. And it's all about time and execution and discipline and accountability. Before we before we end the podcast, before we end our conversation, what is a short closing word that you would like to lead the audience with? I tell people the true, the true meaning of life, the true wealth in life, especially, especially uh if you when man been through hard things, the true meaning of life, man, is the present moment. That's true wealth. The present moment, the breath and blood flowing through your body. That's true wealth. Money's always here. Money's always gonna be here. Money's abundant. There's never a scarcity of money. What we have now, our movement, everything what we got, that's true wealth. Man, Jay, man, and I, I tell you, man, that's how it is. I, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate. Hey, how can people follow you? How can they work with you? How can they partner with you? How can they collab with you? How can they develop a relationship with you? Hey man, tap in with me at True Jason Rivera on Instagram, Jason Rivera on Facebook. Just send me a DM. Um, subscribe to my YouTube, man. You know, we just dropping content, just recording the journey, you know, because uh it's very important with the the process that we're doing, especially what you're doing yourself, Terry. I want to give you your followers, bro, because real talk, man, like just you what you're doing, just you uh inspiring others, man, inspiring other people uh to really um to really get out of their comfort zone and really do uh best for, for themselves and they in life man especially you recording everything on what you're doing man your kids are going to look back at what you what you've done the whole blueprint that you laid out you know and and that's what we're doing it for that's what we're doing it for because we understand that generations from now everything that we're doing they're going to look back at what we've done now you know and really really follow that you know is success leaves clues but um Hey man, you can follow me at Jason Rivera. You know, uh, and if, if you guys got any deals, you guys wanna, you guys got any deals, you guys wanna collaborate, JV on some real estate deals over here in Los Angeles, you know, uh, Southern California, Arizona, Nevada, Florida, Texas, other states, man, send me a DM. I'm more happy to collaborate, man. We can end up uh, making some plays together, making some money together. You know, so send me a DM, man. We always stay connected. There you have it. There you have it. Make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe, and then we'll see y'all next time.